you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up, everybody? It is Friday. That means it's another edition of the Fantasy Q&A show. We are glad you're here. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio and the specialists over there, the cast of dozens. Yeah, give yourselves a round of applause. Woo! We appreciate all your efforts. The cast of dozens that help us put on all of these shows across the NFL digital network each and every single day. Week nine, off to a rousing start. A game that we didn't think was going to be very competitive turned out to be a little bit more interesting than I think we anticipated last night. Yeah, we were talking about it being a route potentially early on. It was tied at halftime. It was a competitive game throughout. Absolutely. The Eagles do, though, prevail. 29-17, the final score. Philadelphia improves to 8-0 and on the season. Quick check of your fantasy top scorers across that game. Jalen Hurts gave you just over 20 fantasy points. Miles Sanders, 93 rush yards and a touchdown. That was good for 50. 15.3. Dallas Goddard, a huge game. 24 fantasy points for the Eagles tight end. On the Houston side, just under 12 points for Davis Mills. Damian Pierce, 139 rushing yards, good for 13.9 fantasy points. Chris Moore, bit of a surprise in the receiving category, 14.5 points for him. 
Let's dive into that game, though, a little bit. A name you did not see on that board, though, is Devonta Smith. And we were going through his uh, pro football reference page where he has <laughs> six nicknames. So whether you call him the Slim Reaper or Skinny Batman or DVS or the Rubber Band Man, uh, <laughs> what did you think of his performance last night? I did not love it. Just just two <laughs> targets. Uh, he scored fewer than five fantasy points. He's now been in single digits in two straight games, less than 50 yards in three straight and four of his last five. Like, I think Devonta Smith has to kind of go in the same category as, like, a Gabe Davis type where, like, the ceiling is very high. We've already seen him have a couple of really big games this season. But the floor is pretty low, especially because they, they're going to run the ball so well. Uh, A.J. Brown is going to get his most weeks. Dallas Goddard's also a factor there. So don't love what we've been getting lately out of Devonta Smith. But I, I don't know if I would ever be brave enough to get him out of my lineup. No, I don't think you can sit him. It's just sort of the nature of the wide receiver position. It's very volatile week to week, and especially on a team that has a lot of weapons. And then throw in the fact that the Texans were pretty feisty last night. Yeah. That probably had something to do with it. Speaking of the Texans, though, Damian Pierce continues to be a guy that it is hard to keep on your bench. His best career game with 27 carries, 139 rushing yards. He looked very good against a tough Eagles defense. And I think it just reinforced the idea that he has completed the takeover of the backfield. Sure, occasionally you see Rex Burkhead get in there and maybe get a target or get a carry. But this is pretty much Damian Pierce's show. He looked awesome last night. And I do love that Lovey Smith has backed up what he said early in the season when he said, we want to get Damian Pierce 20 touches a game they did that and then some would have been nice to get the touchdown but I feel like you know with 139 yards asking for that touchdown is probably a bit of a quibble but uh, Pierce went from a guy who early in the season early in draft season we thought hey man this is a nice late round sleeper to hey man the ADP's got out of control to now here in week nine it's like I feel like we got it right with Damian Pierce. Yeah, and, and I know me and you for the last few weeks have been saying this guy's an RB1. I think he's climbing. Like, he's just going higher and higher in the RB1 standings right now. And I think the takeover the last couple of weeks, seeing him play uh, when they were losing and just clearly in passing down situations, seeing him in the two-minute drill, that was the last hurdle he had to clear. Between Pierce, Kenneth Walker, and Brees Hall before he got hurt, the rookie running backs, man, they have been all right in 2022. All right, we always are answering your questions. I mean, that's the name of the show, right? Fantasy Q&A. You have Q's. We have A's. LFG. You can hit us up on Twitter at NFL Fantasy. This one from Casey who wants to know, start Tua or Aaron Rodgers, which is a question that in 2020 or 2021 would have been ridiculous, but not now. <laughs> Yeah, both of these are starts in my Stardom Sidham article this week, but Tua is the first quarterback, and that means he's the, the top start of the week for me at the position. I think Tua doesn't get enough credit. I mean, I, I tweeted this week that he's throwing a good deep ball, and the replies would make you think, like, what I said. Like, people do not want to give Tua his flowers, but he deserves it. Uh, he deserves the respect. He's playing great, and he's in a good matchup. I don't understand why people don't want to give Tua the love this year. I mean, yes, we had those tweets early in the season where he looked like he was struggling throwing the deep ball, but he's been very good. The upside is so much bigger than Aaron Rodgers right now. The passing weapons are so much bigger and better than what Aaron Rodgers has right now. So that's an easy call for me as well. It is Tua all day. Moving on to the next one. This one from Chi, who asks, if Keenan Allen is fully healed, would you start him over Chris Godwin? Well, this is a moot point because Keenan Allen is not fully healed. Like He has been <laughs> missing practice. I want Keenan Allen back in our fantasy lives. I wrote about him as a start. He's in a great matchup, but he's banged up right now. He's missed practice. I would go Chris Godwin. So I, the if is doing a heavy lift here. And so I, I'm going to go. I'm going to ask answer the question as asked. 
if Keenan Allen is fully healed, yeah, I would start him over Chris Godwin. I think the the upside is there. He was going to be the primary target, whereas Godwin probably splitting some of those opportunities with other people in that Tampa Bay passing offense. We know that when Keenan Allen is there, he is the guy that Justin Herbert is targeting primarily. You mentioned the matchup. It is great against the Atlanta Falcons. You see there giving up the most fantasy points per game to the wide receiver position. So, yeah, Chi. If Keenan Allen was fully healed, I would start him over Chris Godwin. But as Florio said, it doesn't look like he's anything close to fully healed. He's been trending in the wrong direction all week long. So the decision may actually be made for you by the time you get to Sunday. All right, next one up. This one coming from Shep. Saquon is on by. There are a lot of really good running backs on by this week. I need to choose between starting CEH or Eno Benjamin. Does DeAndre Hopkins return boost Benjamin, or will CEH have two touchdowns and 24 <laughs> yards? Am I too optimistic? Shep, I understand your pain right here. I understand your plight. But where are you going uh, between CEH and Eno? I feel like the answer to that question is just yes across the board. <laughs> <Right>? Like, <laughs> um, I, I would go CEH with the caveat. Right now, James Conner's very much so up in the air. Like, He's been practicing on a limited basis, but he's done that the last couple of weeks as well. At some point, he's going to return. I think this is one of those situations where if Connor plays, you obviously make the pivot to CEH. But if Connor sits this week, I'm fine going Eno Benjamin there. But I do think Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 24 yards and two touchdowns, very much so in the range of possibilities. Well, that's absolutely in the range of possibilities for, for CEH this week. And I 100% agree with you. If James Connor can't go then it's, it's Eno Benjamin for me because he's going to get the majority of the workload there in Arizona. And, look, I know we've talked about, uh, you know, the matchups and stuff here, but I just, I just think that Eno's the, the guy right now. CEH is very much in a weird timeshare when you've got Isaiah Pacheco there, you've got Jarek McKinnon there. It's just been really hard to figure out his usage. So there it is. If James Conner starts – then you're going CEH. If not, then then it's you know Benjamin. I can't wait till we get like a tweet or something that CEH is going to start this week, and then he goes for 24 yards and two touchdowns. And two touchdowns. Then everybody's going to go berserk <laughs> like get CEH back in your lineup, man. <laughs> like uh, to quote you know to quote Beverly Hills Cop, I'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe again. Let's talk about some players that deserve a little more hype for the weekend. Mike, who do you have? Julio Jones, who I know last week, it doesn't look like he did a whole lot on paper, but just seeing him back out there on the field for the first time in a month, playing a season-high percent of snaps, uh, it, it was great to see. He scored his first touchdown as a member of the Bucks, and he had three targets in the red zone. That stands out because that's where the Bucks have really been struggling this year. They've been fine uh, moving the ball downfield, but they've stalled out a bunch the closer they get to the goal line. So if Julio's going to be used there... I think he's a sleeper, and it's never been a question of if Julio could still play. At least I believe that he is still a, he's not what he used to be, but he's still a very talented wide receiver. It's just a matter of if he could be healthy and be on the field, and right now he's both. And part of it has been, you know, I know the Rams' defense is good on paper. Their offense has put them in bad situations, so it's it's been tough for them this year. Talked in the previous segment about Keenan Allen trending the wrong direction. Mike Williams, we know, is out. So that opens up the door for Josh Palmer to step in and play a big role here. Mentioned before, the Falcons have been incredibly vulnerable when it comes to opposing wide receivers. But Josh Palmer there, the second most targets, receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns among Chargers wideouts 
since week two. I mean, some of that is owed to the fact that we haven't seen Keenan Allen really in an extended role since the first week of the season. But it also stands to reason that Josh Palmer has been earning targets. And this week he will probably earn a lot of targets just because the Chargers is very short on pass catchers. Let's get back to some more of your questions. As always, you can hit us up on Twitter at NFL Fantasy. We try to answer as many of them as we can here. The rest of them go to our pal Aaron Tan because he doesn't eat peas. <laughs> Just saying, eat some green vegetables, dog. Uh, Jeff Barnett wants to know, easy question. Start Kadarius Tony. I know what you're going to say. No questions asked. <laughs> Finally, right? No, I, I think it depends on your options. As excited <laughs> as I am for Kadarius Tony, um, and I truly forgot that we've actually even seen him play some this year because he only touched the ball like three times. <laughs> he looked good all three times, though. Um, I, I think the Chiefs are going to have incentive to try to get him involved. I'm curious to see uh, if Mahomes and Reed draw plays specifically for Tony, but it depends on your options. Like, I'm not starting him over anyone that's getting, like, weekly consistent volume, something like that. I was going to say, I think you can start him in deeper leagues. Maybe 12-team leagues, like Florio said, depending on your situation. 14-team leagues, sure, man, all bets are off at this point. Kansas City's had a whole week to get him acclimated. They had a bye last week. Andy Reid is usually amazing coming off the bye. So there, there could be a couple of wrinkles in there that I'd be interested to watch. Next one, this is from Wes. Says, guys, what should I do with Jonathan Taylor? Should I trade him or just keep him? He's been a headache. We feel your pain. We've been talking about Jonathan Taylor, I feel like, a lot recently. Yeah, I just traded him for him in a league, and I know it's looking like he's not going to play this week, and I'm fine with that because I, I wouldn't be looking to trade Jonathan Taylor right now. His value is probably never going to get lower than it is right now. He's not going to play this week. It's looking like he's dealing with an ankle injury. We He would just ruled voted as the biggest bust of the season so far <laughs> through the first eight weeks on Fantasy Live. Like, yeah, anyone trying to get him from you right now is giving you, what, 50 cents on the dollar, if that. So I, I know it's it, it kind of stinks, but I would just ride it out with Jonathan Taylor. I would, too. And I, I think the trade of Naheem Hines opens up a few more opportunities. Curious to see whether or not Sam Ellinger long-term decides he likes dumping it off to the running back. But even in the rare cases when he does, Hines is no longer there to take those target opportunities away. So I feel like when Taylor is healthy, he's back to being a three-down back. He's probably going to be playing in the two-minute offense. So I know it hasn't been great, but I do think it's going to get better for him. Uh, Ian Rappaport uh, just tweeted that he is officially out this week. All right, so, so then uh, that's settled for this week then, by the way. Go get Deion Jackson. Yep. If he's out there on your waiver wire, go pick him up. One more from Kid Phantom. He says, for his flex spot, Chris Olave or Leonard Fournette? This is, this is a really tough call this week. This is like the upside versus floor play, I think. I, I would go with Leonard Fournette, who brings a safer floor uh, than Chris Olave. I know Olave brings a high ceiling because of all the air yards he sees, but it's not like Fournette doesn't bring a, a high ceiling in his own right. The guy finishes a top 12 running back one week with negative three rushing yards because of how much he's involved in the passing game. I know Rashad White has become a little bit of a of a factor as of late but i think when you have a team like the rams who are going to be just throwing aaron donald in tom brady's face all week i expect a lot of dump offs and leonard fournette has kind of become that case study of how much more valuable a target is yep. than a carry the fact that he keeps his value still remains a solid rb1 despite the fact that the bucks can't run the football and you know again he is among the league among the team leaders there in receptions and targets and all that stuff uh, i think you go with leonard fournette because the floor is steady and if the bucks can generate generate something on the ground, then the, uh, the ceiling gets a little bit higher from there. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Looking ahead to Monday Night Football, it is the Baltimore Ravens heading down to New Orleans to take on the Saints. We're going to talk about some guys from either side of this matchup. On the Baltimore side, who do you have your eye on? 
Isaiah Likely, who is definitely in play as a sleeper this week. Mark Andrews left uh, TNF last week, did not practice to start this week. I know this is a Monday night game, so he still has time to return. But even if he does, I think Likely could be a sleeper with no Rashad Bateman out there. They just need pass catchers in Baltimore right now. But if you are the Mark Andrews owner... Even if you have to overpay, I think it's worth trying to get Isaiah Likely if you don't have him on your roster right now. Just trying to get him because you don't want that headache of like, what if Andrew suits up or not? I don't have another option on Monday night. So if you have Likely, you can then just slot him in an Andrew's place. That's the worst part of having this game on Monday night. You are waiting till the last moment. And if he's not there, then you're really going to be hurting. You talk about the Ravens needing pass catchers. That means Devin Duvernay. And I know it's a situation where the floor is potentially very low for him, but the ceiling is pretty decent if he can hit it there. We know Rashad Bateman is gone for the rest of the year. He's going to have foot surgery. So that means more opportunities for Duvernay in this offense. And the Ravens cannot live on Lamar Jackson rushing the football alone. They've got injuries in their backfield as well. So they got to get him involved some kind of way. So if you're looking for a sleeper wide receiver, Duvernay could be the answer for you. On the Saints side, who are you paying attention to? Chris Olave, and I know we said last segment that we would start Leonard Fournette over him, but that's because that's league winner Lenny. But in other instances, <laughs> I would be very bullish to start Chris Olave this week. He's second in the air yard in air yards this week, this season behind only Tyreek Hill, but he leads the NFL in air yards per target, and he gets a matchup this week against the Ravens, who I know they've been playing a little bit better as of late in that secondary, but they've still allowed more catches of 20-plus air yards than any team. So this is a week where Olave has a chance to just really eat. So Chris Olave gets a lot of looks from Andy Dalton. So does Alvin Kamara. And you pointed it out earlier this week. Yes, the touchdowns that he scored last week against the Raiders were great. What was probably more reassuring was the number of targets that he got from Andy Dalton. And it's something that we're seeing a lot more of with Dalton than we did with Jameis Winston. And now that it looks like Dalton is going to be the starter for the rest of the year, Alvin Kamara starts to get back some of that value that we hoped he was going to have when we drafted him. So the upside seems to be there. I don't think you're going to get 40 points out of him this week against Baltimore, but I do think the floor has become a lot more stable week to week for Alvin Kamara. Let's get back to some more of your questions. You hit us up on the Twitter machine at NFL Fantasy. This one comes from Sebastian, who wants to know, should I start Khalil Herbert or Jacoby Myers as a flex? Uh, this is this might sound like a cop-out answer. I think it depends what you need. Like, if you just need, like, a safe 10 to 12 points, I feel like Khalil Herbert is, is the guy. He's been getting uh, a lot of usage in that uh, Bears run game and, and some usage in the past game. Jacoby Myers, though, is the upside play. He's got a tough matchup on paper. He's been a little up and down as of late. But when he gets going, he can put up a lot of numbers. I, I'm going to say Khalil Herbert here just because I think this Bears-Dolphins uh, matchup has the potential to be a little bit more higher scoring. We know the Dolphins can be explosive. The Bears offense has looked a lot more fun lately. Uh, and Herbert is, is getting some run. The Dolphins' run defense has been shaky. So I, I'm going to lean Herbert here, but I don't think you can go wrong really with either one. This one from Mr. James. Is Kyron Williams a good or bad waiver wire grab right now? 
I say good as long as you're not dropping anyone substantial for him because you could just get him right now for, for nothing, literally off the waiver wire, put him on the end of your bench, and see what happens with the Rams, Rams running backs this week. Like, Cam Akers is back at practice, but last week it was Ronnie Rivers, best name in football, by the way, <laughs> uh, leading them in carries and targets. We've seen it just be a revolving door. Maybe he's the guy that they try to get going this week, and if that's the case, he's already on your roster, and if not, you just drop him. That's the thing. I think it's worth it just because it's low risk, right? I mean, you're not you're not expecting to just plug him in the lineup right away I wouldn't advise that but if you're going to pick him up just take a wait and see attitude and then go forward from there then yeah absolutely it is it's worth the the risk there one more this from JD Rodriguez wants to know Kyle Pitts or Gerald Everett they are playing each other this week and and I think both of them are very much so in play but I'm going to follow my heart here I'm going to go Kyle Pitts I am maybe I just you know I've I've had my heart broken too many times this year. <laughs> I'm going to say Gerald Everett because, one, we know that the Chargers have a more pa- consistent pass volume, and with no Mike Williams, likely no Keenan Allen, I think there's more targets here for, for Gerald Everett. I just feel like after last week, we were set up for a Kyle Pitts letdown, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. It, it definitely could be the case. I, I Austin Eckler mispracticed yesterday, too. If he yeah. sits as well, then I switch my answer and I say Gerald Everett because he's yeah. going to get all the time. Keep an eye on the, the Austin Eckler practice reports, too, because that could really change how that whole situation goes for the Chargers. Hey, we have a new segment here on the show. It's called the Fantasy Hotline. It's an actual phone line. You can call and leave a message. I know that's weird for you know certain for certain demographics because you just are used to texting. You actually have to use your voice and leave us a voicemail message. But we're going to play some of them here on the show. In fact, we got one right now. Uh, we had a voicemail from Thomas. Uh, here's what he had to say. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Thomas from Seattle, Washington. Go Hawks. So early Wednesday morning, I woke up to, dro- to drop Gerald Everett and accidentally dropped Gabe Davis. I notified Everybody in my league immediately, should I be able to re-pick him back up? Please answer. Much appreciated. Thanks. All right, Thomas. Uh, yeah, I think you know, at some point you play fantasy long enough, you're, you're going to hit that wrong button. You're going to drop the wrong player. Should Thomas get a do-over on this one? Uh, I think this is an answer that the internet is going to get angry at me for, but <laughs> yes, I think he should. Like, it, it, he made a human mistake. He acknowledged it immediately, sent a message to everyone in his league, was like, listen, I clearly wasn't trying to drop this guy that I start each and every week. I, I made a mistake. I clicked the wrong button. It happens. I, I personally would be in favor of letting him re-pick up that player, but I know there's a lot of cutthroat fantasy players out there <laughs> that would disagree. I think it's okay. I would say, though, in this case, I really do think it has to be a league vote i think you put it out to the league members as a whole and you kind of democratize the process if the league votes in favor saying hey yeah it's all good then you let him pick gabe davis back up if the league votes and says sorry about your luck then sorry about your luck i would i would tell you this i would vote in favor of you thomas but I do think, you know, it should, it should be put out to the league and let them kind of figure it I, out. I think that with almost any fantasy league dispute, like, it should be up to league vote. Like, right. the commissioner should not have all the power. It shouldn't just be a free-for-all. It should just be like, hey, let's, let's vote. Right, exactly. I mean, it would be like if some you know, really rich person bought a social media site, fired everybody, and decided, I'm going to make all the decisions myself. I'm we just, wouldn't want that. I'm just spitballing here. I have no actual examples of something like that happening. Anyway. 
Thank you for your call. Please give us, give us a call, though. The number there uh, on the screen, you can give us a call and uh, you know, leave your voicemails. There it is. Put it back up there again. Uh, 805-NFL-QA61. I would tell you what the numbers for that are, but you have a phone. You can figure it out for yourself. You guys are smart, intelligent people. I have faith in you. By the way, we appreciate you guys watch and listen to all these shows. As always, if you subscribe to one, you will get all of them in your feed all throughout the week. Plus, you can catch us as we stream in the NFL Fantasy app, in the NFL Fast channels, and on YouTube at youtube.com slash NFL Fantasy Football. Be sure to check us out on Sunday as well for Fantasy Game Day that kicks off at noon Eastern, taking you right up until kickoff. We appreciate you watching the Q&A show. He's Mike. I'm Marcus. Enjoy Week 9. Talk to you next week. Wow. 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 Wow.